Okay, guys. It's time to be serious. <laughs> oh. Everybody say, hey. 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 Or say, ho. Now, now don't look to your wife or any female and say, no. <laughs> did I just say that in church? I sure did. No. Ho. You know what? I don't want anyone left out of the carnival ride. So I'm going to say for the three that are in here that weren't able to get to the conference, four. Who's the fourth one? Yeah, my dad. Oh, four. I'm sorry, four. I, you know, in, in the kingdom, two plus two is not four. So, so it just works that way. But, but I did miscount. If we could, I would like to ask the four of you to stand up and the rest of us just do the math, get around each one of them. And I, I just want to, I just want to pray real quick. Can we do that? I know we already kind of nailed these two when they first came in, but you can sit if you feel like you're going to fall out. So yeah, that's okay. She'll get what she needs. Yeah, get your hands on them, kids. Get your hands on them. Get your hands on them. Okay, in the four of you, just put your hands out in front of you. Just put your hands out in front of you. There is more. There is more than enough. More. So just say, Holy Spirit. Just say, Holy Spirit. You got to say it. Holy Spirit, more. More, more, more. More, Lord. God, more of your grace. More of your presence. More of your fire. More, Lord. Yeah, you guys, turn on those fire hoses. More, Lord. More. Fire of God. Fire of God. Come. More. More, God. Shh. Jesus. More of you, Jesus. More, more, more. Yeah, just say, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Just cry out to him. Say, I need you, Lord. Everyone in this room, I need you, Lord. I need your fire. I need your presence. I need to overflow with your grace and your glory. Let the glory of God come now. Holy Spirit, more, Lord. More, Lord God. More. Yeah, Jesus. More, Lord God. Did you already get this one? Yeah, more, Lord. More, Lord God. Increase. Increase your presence, Lord. Overflow. Overflow. Blow the lid off. Pull the lid off the roof. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The scripture says in Psalm 133, if you guys feel like you gave them enough, then that's, that's up to you. So the scripture says in Psalm 133, how truly wonderful and delightful it is to see brothers and sisters living together in sweet unity. It is, it's as precious as the sacred scented oil flowing from the head of the high priest Aaron, dripping down upon his beard, running all the way down to the hem of his priestly robes. Let that oil just run down over your head, all the way down your priestly robes. There's unity in this place. This is a house where brothers and sisters dwell together in perfect unity. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Dripping down upon his beard, running all the way down. Just let that oil of the Holy Spirit just flow over you now. Let, let just, Holy Spirit, would you let your sons and daughters feel the oil running over them, pouring down. This harmony can be compared to the dew, D-E-W, dew, dripping from Mount Hermon. Not Hermon Munster, but Hermon, Hermon. <laughs> which flows down upon the hills of Zion. Indeed, this, this is where Yahweh has decreed his blessings will be found, the promise of life forevermore. Oh, man. Lord is so good, you guys. I don't care. I don't care if we did or did not go to a conference. Really, that doesn't, that's not what is required. That, the goodness of God and the glory of his presence, is not, it's not required for you to go to a conference to have it. This is your inheritance. This is your legacy that Jesus opened up for you and for me on the cross. What happens in the Bible when someone is pronounced as king in the Old Testament? What is the, what is the thing that is done that signifies that they are now a king? They're anointed, kind of like a coronation. What are they anointed with? Oil. A big flask of oil is poured over the chosen, the next king's head, and they are anointed to be king. What does the Bible say that you and I are? Kings and priests. Good evening, kings and priests. Come on, king. We heard that a lot over the last few days. There's a brother there. They might, they might come visit us. He kept saying, come on, king. So if you and I are kings, that means you have already been anointed. You have already been anointed. You have been anointed. The oil of the Holy Spirit has been poured over your head into your spirit, into your inner man, inner woman, and you are now a royal king and priest of God Most High. What, is, what does the word Christ mean? Jesus is the Christ. The anointed one. Thank you, Jill. I knew someone in the room had it. If Jesus is the Christ, he is the anointed one, and anointing means to have oil smeared or poured over, and we are called Christians, Christians, little Christ. What does that mean about us? We are anointed. We have been anointed. I think we we're going to start worshiping in a second, but I mean, hey, you know, if anyone wants the oil, I'm just going to, I'll just say this as a side thing. If you want the oil, put your hand up right now and David's going to get you. David's going to get you. Okay, David, you better look around. While I keep preaching here, we're going to, we're going to worship in just a minute. But you have been anointed with the oil, with the presence of the Holy Spirit. He has come upon you to seal your adoption as a son, as a daughter, as a king, and as a priest. You have been smeared. You have been covered. You have been saturated. The oil of God has been poured over your head, flowing down upon your head, down your beard, if you have a beard, um, women upon your nice smooth faces all the way down your robes to the bottom to the hem of your feet 
He is more than enough. More than enough. If, if he is more than enough, if the Holy Spirit is more than enough, then just right now say, Lord, I want the more. I want the more. Lord, we want the more of your presence. Why don't we stand up? Let's just stand up. Holy Spirit, let's just cry out to him. Holy Spirit, we want more of you. We want more of you. Come and fill this church, fill this house with your joy. Fill this house with your joy. Oh, Lord, let the joy of the Holy Ghost just bubble up within each one of us. We rejoice. We rejoice in the Lord. We rejoice in you always. Again, we say rejoice. God, we, we allow the, the thoughts in our hearts, the thoughts in our minds to just rise up with rejoicing before you because we declare you are good. You are good, good, you're good, you're good, and your love endures forever. Just praise him, guys. Let's give him a shout of praise. Clap your hands to the Lord and give him a praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, boy, I thought we were going to go right into worship. Okay, we're going to have to do that all over again. <laughs> I could have just, while your eyes were closed, skipped past this. But McCracken's going to be here in a month. You guys should know that by now. Okay, the BSSM students are going to come here in two months. You should probably know that right now if you haven't already. And then if you aren't coming on Wednesday nights, you should get here because it's good. And we're going to do part two of what we started on Wednesday night, part two of session three. And with that said, now let's give God a shout of praise. Jesus. Oh, great King. Great King. Holy is your name. We worship you this evening, Lord. We say, holy are you, Lord. Holy are you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you that you will never leave us. You will never forsake us. That you live in us. That you have sealed us. You've adopted us and you've sealed us with the Holy Spirit, the guarantee, the guarantee. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you're with us, Lord. Praise you tonight, Holy Spirit. Praise you tonight, King Jesus. We praise you tonight, Father God. We worship you. We are your worshipers. Thank you, Lord. Love you, God. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. John said, I am your brother and companion in tribulation. This was after John, the beloved of the Lord, John, the disciple, the apostle the friend of Jesus, the one who laid his head against Jesus' chest. He knew he was Jesus' favorite. After he was boiled in oil, and yet he didn't die, locked in chains on an island by himself, the island of Patmos. Well, I don't know if he was by himself, but he was alone. And he wrote this, 
I am your brother and companion in tribulation. companion in tribulation, in the kingdom, and the patience that are found in Jesus. I was exiled on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. I was in the spirit realm on the Lord's day. And I heard behind me a loud voice sounding like a trumpet. And this is what the voice said. Write in a book what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, to Smyrna, to Pergamum, to Thyatira, to Sardis, to Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. And when I turned, just close your eyes and just see what he saw. When I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me, I saw seven golden lampstands. And I saw someone like a son of man wearing a full length robe with a golden sash over his chest. His head and his hair were white like wool, white as glistening snow. And his eyes were like flames of fire. His feet were gleaming like bright metal as though they were glowing in a fire. And his voice was like the roar of many rushing waters. In his right hand, he held seven stars, and out of his mouth, a sharp double-edged sword. And his face, his face. Lord, tonight we've sung Show me your face. Show us your face, Lord. We can make it to the end if we can just see your face. We've had a glimpse of your face. And you showed yourself. You revealed your glory to John, the beloved. His face was shining like the brightness of the blinding sun. when I saw him, I fell down at his feet as good as dead. But he laid his right hand on me and I heard his reassuring voice. He said, don't yield to fear. Hear the voice of the Lord tonight. Don't yield to fear. I am the beginning and I am the end. The living one, the living one. I was dead, but now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys 
that unlock death and the unseen world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we worship a mighty God. We worship you, Lord. We take heed to your voice. When you say, do not yield to fear, we will press into you and we will not be afraid. We will not partner with that spirit of fear, but we take hold of you tonight. We take hold of the spirit of life. We take hold of you, King Jesus, and we press ourselves tightly into you. And we love you, we worship you. We say we love you, Lord, because you first loved us. It's only begun, you guys. Hope you weren't in a hurry. We're, we're far from being done. Far from being done. We're gonna we're gonna enjoy feasting on Jesus tonight. We're gonna feast on Jesus. We're gonna celebrate the table of the Lord. I'm, I'm the pastor here. I got to take a moment because my son is being touched by God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let's just wait on the Lord, guys. kids when they're crying because when God's touching an alcorn they weep we weep <laughs> we might try to hold it back and it sounds like we're laughing but it's not laughter <laughs> thank you Jesus more Lord just cry out to him he's got more for you if he's touching my boy he's touching everyone in this room he has enough for everyone Jesus we love you we love you, Father. We love you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, come, Lord. Come and have your way. so hard in the next last few days that so much has just been rattled right out of my cage. Deep, deep laughter. Sometimes he just comes and he releases a joy because his truth comes in and it's just it collides with the lie that you might have been cherishing or believing and when his truth comes and it comes in collision with that lie it's just like BAM! And joy just explodes like a bomb of gold glitter. 
and it just shakes your core. Sometimes that truth comes and it hits you and it causes you to weep before the Lord. Tears might last for a night, but joy always comes in the morning. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Go deep into our hearts, God. Deep, deep, deep. Deep cries unto deep in the roar of your waterfall. Let the waterfall of heaven just roar deep within us. Deep, deep, deep. If you go to the left, then we're going to the left. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm not going to sing it. But we're going to go wherever you say, Lord, wherever you go. Just tell him you're so good, Lord. You're so good. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Let's pass, let's pass this out to everyone. Can we do that? Okay. Let me grab one. Let me grab one while you're doing that. Oh, how he loves us. How much do you love us, Jesus? How did you show us how much you loved us? Jesus showed Jesus showed us the ultimate the ultimate expression of his love and of his honor and of his value to each one of us when he said yes to the Father and yes to the Holy Spirit and was released from the heavenly realm. He was released from the heavenly realm. You got one back there, Tammy? They got a hand waving back there. Jesus showed us the extent of his great love and his honor and his value. I guess I should just get used to speaking while revival's happening. So. Yeah, keep on making noise. I can get louder. When, the, when he said yes to the Father and yes to the Holy Spirit, and he, re, he was released from the heavenly realm and was clothed in human flesh and became a little baby, a little baby boy in a virgin named Mary. And the, the devil tried to kill him from his conception. But it is written, it is written that this Jesus, this Jesus, that he would come and he would bring enmity between the devil and the woman. And he would crush Satan's head and he, the devil, would bruise his heel. That was the first 
prophecy about Jesus, what he came for. He came to put his foot down on the devil's head, on the spirit of death, the spirit that would come to kill, steal, and destroy. And the word of God tells us that the God of peace who lives inside of us, the God of peace that rules and reigns over all the earth, the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God. This God of peace, he will soon crush Satan under our feet. Amen. I don't know where we're at on the timeline, but I feel like I might be able to see and feel the crushing. So whatever it is tonight that you need to put your foot on, that the enemy has tried to slither in and put on you that doesn't even belong to you because you are royalty, you are a kingdom citizen, you are a son or a daughter of the Most High God. You have been crowned with royal authority. You bear the name of Jesus across your heart. The one who died for you, his, his scars in his hand, his, he has inscribed your name upon the palm of his hand. The Word of God says he has inscribed your name on the palm of his hand. Sorry, I can't look at you right now. Oh, man. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So you hold in your hands the body of Jesus. This is the extent of his love. When he said, I'll go, when he said yes to Father God and he said yes to Holy Spirit, I will go. I have come to do your will, O God. He did it because there was a joy that was set before him. He endured the, the suffering and the shame and the pain of the cross because it was a joy set before him. He saw you and he saw me. He saw you and you and you. He saw every one of us. He saw the sins of the whole world. And he said, I will take that upon myself so that I can have them, so that I can win them, so that I can redeem them back into the fold, into the family, that they could become the true sons and daughters of God. Thank you, Lord. Just, just give him thanks, guys. Give him thanks. Let's see what Benny Johnson had to say about something. Precious Benny, I never got to meet her but I know that she was, she was Bill Johnson's queen. She is a powerful, sweet woman of God who, who accomplished her, her job. And this is what she wrote about what we're doing right now. So why don't we just, uh, let's just repeat the words that she was inspired to record down and write down. Jesus, thank you that you paid for it all at the cross. There is no burden of heaviness or worry that I have to carry on my own. You are an answer for every single problem that I face. I take your body today with gratitude.
confessing that you sacrificed yourself so that I might be made whole. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lamb of God. You hold in your hand the precious blood of Jesus, a Lamb of God, the Lamb of God, without spot, without blemish, he was perfect, sinless, spotless. And he became sin for us so that we might receive his holiness in exchange. The pure, sinless, spotless lamb said, I will take your sin upon myself so that you might have my holiness, my purity, my righteousness. It's a gift can't earn it. There's nothing I could do to ever deserve it. But this blood, this cup is the cup of his blood that opened up the new covenant, the, the new promise, the new guarantee of our relationship with God being established through the forgiveness of sins by our King, by our Jesus. So let's say this together. Jesus, I take your blood proclaiming that I am a citizen of heaven and anticipating breakthrough in every area of my life. Thank you that I can joyfully access everything that you paid for on the cross. Nothing separates me from the love, protection, and provision of God. Mm, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, Jesus said, and he lost a lot of people that day. You thought this church was small. I think his, his gathering was pruned way back that day when he told them, he said to them, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part of me. Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of God and drink his blood, you have no life in you. I know it's weird to think about it, to wrap our minds around it, but he is true bread. His body is true bread. His blood is true drink. There's life. There's grace. There's power. There's provision. There's freedom. There's health. There's strength. There's everything we need for life and for godliness through the sacrifice of Jesus. That is our legacy. What he did on the cross, we take hold of and we are going to put it forward for the rest of our days to, until we see Jesus get a full reward, the full inheritance that he came and died for. Ephesians 1.3 says, Praise be to God. Praise be to, praise be to the Father 
the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us, to say, I am blessed, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. So say, I'm blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm. In the heavenly realm. I don't know what all is there in the heavenly realm for us to be blessed with, but there's a lot I could imagine. We're talking about a kingdom and a king, the king of all creation and his kingdom that has no lack, that has no sickness, no sin, no disease, no suffering. It's a kingdom of abundance it's a, and a kingdom of everything. It's a kingdom of body parts. It's it, supply. If you're missing a body part, I know that sounds weird. God has parts. He has extra parts. You might think that doesn't make sense. Well, if you think here on earth, an auto body shop has access to get parts for, for cars, you think the creator of your body doesn't have parts that he can actually release from heaven into your body? If you need a new heart, you need new lungs, you need a new cardiopulmonary system, then we pull on heaven right now for that and we release that in Jesus' name. We just release it, just close your eyes, put your hands up. We just release it in Jesus' name. We just release it, we pull on heaven. We say new lungs and new heart be released to Jill, your daughter, in Jesus' name. We, just, we say spirit of life, spirit of life. We release the spirit of life in the name of Jesus. I was reading about John G. Lake. Barbara read way more than I've been able to get to, but I'm not even gonna talk about her because she's like, she's like a library sponge that just takes it all in. I can only get in so much at a time, but I was reading about John G. Lake and he had a guy come to his, his study who really didn't believe he was gonna get healed and he gave John G. Lake all of his reasons. He gave him all of his description and John G. Lake recorded this, that as this person did this, he didn't even touch him. He just, as he listened, he just began to release the spirit of life. He released the spirit of life. And that man, when he said, so don't you have anything to say? He's like, no, you're good. And the guy got up and walked out of the room and John G. Lake took his crutches. He took his crutches and he said, hey, as he was outside the door, you forgot something. And the guy came back and he saw the crutches and he said, out of hell with it. <laughs> you don't even have to have hands laid on you. Yeah. All right. God is good. He's so, so good. I'm going to turn the lights up a tiny bit more all the way, actually. And uh, I'm going to ask... I don't know if I should ask Ethan first or, or, some, or, or another, but just so, so that we don't have everyone standing up here getting tired, waiting their turn. Um, who wants to go first? What we're going to do is we're going to share from those who, who did make it to the conference. I, I've asked them to share. Yeah, and b before we do that, I'll, I'll have you come. Whatever you have, I want you to, to, to release that too. But just real quick, I'm just going to set the table. They're going to share one thing that God really showed them in this conference or something that you learned, something that you, you uh, a revelation or whatever that you took hold of, something that, that you took away as a treasure. 
and a second thing, an encounter that you experienced while you were there. But I'm gonna come over to Mama Charla here. I just wanted to say that, Ethan? Ethan. Yeah, I just wanted to say, I always wondered when Jesus was on the cross and it said the joy set before him. And I saw a picture of it in heaven. But he looks down and see lives touch like this, people that hunger for him, and he touches them. He's, in, he's celebrating the joy is set before him. This is what it was all about when he sees people coming to him through hunger and passion for him. He looks down and that was the joy. When he was on the cross, he knew there would be joy like this. I don't know about you, Ethan, but if you were to look at your big sister back there, she's crying big tears for you because she's so, she's so happy that God's touching you. Nora, she's, she's a strong one. She's holding it back. She doesn't want to ruin her makeup. All right, who's up? Are you up first? You got the mic. So over this weekend, things that I kind of synthesized as the takeaway because there was just so much so much wisdom coming through the speakers um, was that like one of the things that was said was uh, our thanks the thanks that we give God is like the hinges on a door you don't really notice the hinges on a door but it opens the door to enter into the throne room. And so I started combining this with, like, I knew that testimony was important. And it's important to hang on to, but then one of the other speakers said, you know, where it's written, like, they overcame by the testimony and the blood of the Lamb. It's in the same sentence. They're paired together. We overcome by the testimony, and then they proceeded to like give testimony after testimony after testimony about how God healed people, about how he mended their hearts, about how he brought them back from points of desperation. And then after they, he, they'd spent so much time building testimony, they, then it, they started prophesying into people like, God has the solution for you. God has a healing for you. You're being healed right now. And that really resonated with me because that's what I want to see more. I want to see more of God. I want to see more testimonies. I want to see more of his power being delivered to the people who need to see it most. And I just really love that. And um, one of the ways that I, uh, I, I had a, what do you call it? <laughs> An encounter. <laughs> a connection. Uh we we were where were we? we were standing up were we there to, at the same time i think so i don't remember now it's all a blur oh guys it's all a blur oh my gosh there's so much going on so we stood up in line to get prayed for and i think it was richard richard gordon for this one and uh he came by praying and like all of a sudden the feeling out of my my arms i couldn't feel my arms anymore and they started like tingling like in the hands yeah, it was really weird. And then, like, 
I'll, I won't give away too much of like maybe cars, but when car was getting prayed for, like I was like my right leg was like, what's going on? What's going on? So it was awesome. I want to see more of that. It was shaking. Yeah, you can't really see it, but I'm like, my leg's starting to shake, like 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 it is now. So I just. I don't know if there's any embracing that. Apparently, it's just a full, like, ah. <laughs> so, yeah, just to giving him thanks. We give him so much thanks, and it just opens the door. And I could just talk on this for a long, long time, but I don't want to take all the time. So, so good. Here you're thinking That'll maybe page. you're having a medical issue. But no, it's the doctor who's in the room who's causing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's doing it. Yeah. It was the hinges thing. Giving thanks is like the hinges on a door. Giving thanks opens the door so that you can go into the courtroom, to, to the throne room, to, get, to give your, your supplication, to ask for the things. And then even to even go take it further, to begin warring with your word. Like, we're not giving all these prophetic words that we're given, we're not supposed to set them on a shelf. Because immediately after you're given a prophetic word, there, it's inevitable a gale, a storm is going to raise up. And that's not the time for you to be like, well, this word wasn't a thing. That's not the time to say, oh, this is, this is when I turn around. <laughs> I got to go back. Like, this sucks. There's all this stuff happening in my life. No, that's the time when you take your prophetic word and you say, Lord, these are your words. This is your plan. I'm the instrument. You're using me to do the thing, to go to the place, to speak the words, to speak life, to bring, to be the breaker, to bring the joy like we got right now. Like, this joy is awesome. I want to see more of that. But that's the time to, to, to worry your word. And instead of like, you know, this has been resonating with me is like not just asking lord please make this work please this work no you take that word and you say lord by your word you said this will happen therefore all these circumstances that are coming against your word must be at peace peace be still in jesus name and take authority over it i had like all of december like there's stuff happening in my life that was trying to come at me it was ridiculous and of course the holidays and all of that and then finally toward the end it was like maybe starting to figure things out and that finally that's when like car got the the proverbial like bucket of water and like splashed me in the face and what it really like you've been letting this spirit of heaviness try to pin you down it's, it's, it's taking, taking the advantage, and you're supposed to take authority over it. So, yeah, that's what, that's what hit me. Hinges on the door, and uh, <laughs> the testimony. The te we overcome by the testimony and the, the, blood, and the word. The word of your testimony, the blood of the Lamb. We can start kicking down doors, guys. Let's go. Let's kick down those doors and step into what he's already spoken to us. 
all those words are combined to help you form an image, a sharper image of the, the, the path and the, the, the thing he has for you. And he wants to partner with you. I, awesome. I can keep going, guys. We, we should uh, keep going, have it alternate but... between an adult and a, one of the youngsters. Okay. If we could. Youngsters. Tempted to go with Ethan next. It's... <laughs> How about Judah? Judah, you want to go? Awesome. Yeah. But you got to come up front so we can see. Yeah. We want to see you and hear you. Yeah. Right. Judah, arise. Okay. So. <laughs> My fa- <laughs> um, my favorite point over the whole conference was the one bald dude. I, I don't remember his name. I'm sorry. Ben Armstrong. He shared this thing, and it was they have scientifically proven um, that if you put a bunch of people in a room, that the most influential person will, everyone's heartbeat will be at the same time, the same rate. Yeah. And he was saying, not that you want to be that person, but you want to be with the same rhythm that God has. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And your encounter that you had? Um, mostly... I just kind of felt drunk the whole time. Yeah. How do you know what drunk feels like? Well, <laughs> your mom's asking the same time. No. Um, from what you've heard. Right. Yeah. From what I've heard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's me. Oh yeah. So me, Ethan, <laughs> and Nora. We were just kind of waiting to get a word from Sammy, and instead this, I don't know who she was, but she came over and she just gave a word about all three of us just being like three pillars that God is building. He's just building something, and he wanted us to be the leaders of it. So that was the word that we got. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, you guys, stick your hands out towards him. Just aim your hands at this guy. Yeah, Father, we thank you that he got a taste of the drunkenness of the Spirit. And we just say, get him drunk again. Get him drunk again. Let him drink deep of your presence, drinking deep of fellowship with you, drinking deep that you would just tip his world upside down. You would cause him to just go sideways in your kingdom and to, to maneuver through every path that you have set before him. In Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> All right. Who do you want to give it to? This is a prophetic moment. Who's next? Let me ask. There's your papa. I want to take it because I... Um, Because I felt like what he was speaking, what he was speaking about, about the, um, Ben Armstrong was speaking about the leader in the room and their, everybody's heartbeats kind of coming into rhythm with that. He also talked about like um, other weird physical things that happen, like 
if you put two grandfather clocks next to each other, eventually the pendulums will like swing in sync with each other. Or if you put two metronomes next to each other, eventually they'll get in sync. And so just trying to figure that out, going, okay, God, how do I get in sync with the third heaven? How do I get in line with that? And then the other thing that really stood out to me in all of that stuff was, how do we do that every day from the time we wake up and just start conversing with God and getting in sync with him right from the beginning of the day and just trying to stay in sync with him throughout the whole day, um, just walking in step with him. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That do you remember the key that he gave us? What was that? Praying in tongues. Oh, yeah, praying in tongues. Praying in tongues to get in to the vibration of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's called weird. It's a weird word, but it's called entrainment. Entrainment which is like actually when those things get in sync with each other um yeah anyway I, yeah i thought that was really cool so yeah wake up praying in tongues just pray in tongues through the whole day and all that you're doing yeah it was good stuff what about your encounter i know of one that you told me about oh yeah that was cool that was really cool <laughs> tell us I, I was trying to think there's a bunch of different ones one during one of the worship sessions, like we were just worshiping and I felt like I felt um, like God's hands, like Jesus's hands just came down like and landed on mine, in mine, like invisible hands that just kind of lined up into my hands. And I could feel like as I was just standing there holding my hands out, I could feel like the holes in the middle of my hands, like from Jesus being on the cross and it was just really weird but really cool to feel like that you know the body of Christ right there it was cool all right so let's put your hand I'm sorry you missed out I just it came to me after you shared put your hands out towards Forrest yeah thank you father God thank you for just drawing Forrest's heart into that the mystery of a, a trainment Entrainment. entrainment and entrainment. Someone smart will figure this word out for us. And uh, thank you, Lord, that you're giving for us the insight into how to connect with you, how to be in sync with you. And we just bless that, where we bless what you revealed to him in the spirit. And we just say, God, draw him into a deeper, deeper place of that revelation of your presence, how your nail-scarred hands have just rested upon his hands that the power of the cross was being released into his hands that he's been crucified with you and that you live through him thank you lord amen so who do you want to pick on we'll keep checking on ethan to see whenever he <laughs> ethan had a powerful encounter Yeah, we no, won't, we won't no, have yeah, everybody do it. We're only going to ask people to do it if they want to, so, yeah. Oh, my Lord. We don't want to embarrass anybody. But you got to stand up. Come up here. Come on. I'll stand up here next to you. Your dad's cheering you on. I'll make sure you don't fall out or something. Okay. Um, oh, hello. Um, 
trying to think. Um, what am I supposed talk, to talk talking about? Talking to that. <laughs> one, yeah. Yeah. One one of the most impressing things that you learned, that you took away, and then one encounter that you feel like you had with God, something that was like supernaturally. Okay. Well, I had something, but I kind of went blank. Um. <clears throat> Okay. listening, I promise. Well, start with an encounter then, and if something comes back after a bit, you can always come back and share it. That's fine. Um, I think Richard Gordon and Sam because Sam they have a lot more energy. They're more, they're more fun. So you like the energy and the enthusiasm yeah. of Richard Gordon and, and uh, Samuel. Oh, sorry. <laughs> every I think it's like every time like the Holy Spirit enters the room or whatever, my neck like continuously keeps twitching. Really? It started like twitching last night a lot too. So. Oh, sorry. Um, I'll I'll edit the file. I'll I amplify her a little bit. <laughs> um, and then I, I mean I got prayed over. Uh, but I don't know. I, and then it was very heavy in the room. It just felt heavy. Like she just like yeah. kind of kind of dropped. Awesome. I don't, I don't know. You're doing good. You're doing good, Sharon. I can tell it's not easy to come talk. I just everybody. tried to kind of, I had something earlier, but. It comes back to this one. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yep. Did you like this one better than last year? Or um, well, I like. <laughs> Somebody did. I, I'm just going to, real quick, I'm going to ask you guys to help me out with, because I'm going to have to do a mass amount of editing. If you're going to ask her questions, raise your hand and I'll bring the microphone over. And then, or I'll come over and you can talk to that. Because otherwise I'm going to be like, what's that faint voice in the background? <laughs> anyway, so as you were, um, I know it's a selfish request. Last year, yeah. well, last year was really good because I feel like there was more of Richard Gordon. <laughs> but I liked, I think this year better, yeah. yeah. Good, awesome. Who do you want to pick? No, I want to pick Adult, Laura, she, she well, no, Someone who <laughs> wants, it, it's, first of all, it's got to be someone who wants to share. Okay, so uh, if someone's not comfortable... Hard. I don't want to do that to someone. I'm not going to force. Are you comfortable, Kara? One adult. Okay. I come on, Kara. It's your turn. Okay. And when you come back up, we're going to have everyone aim their hands at you like shotguns and pray. Bam, 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 bam. That's what Richard Gordon would do. He'd be praying for people, and he'd say, bam, 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 bam. I'll take it. 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 Yeah. I didn't see. Did I hear? Wait, we're, I thought I saw we're using the mic. Yeah. It does. Um, so, actually, one of the things that I really enjoyed was the relationship building with LCC. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. not on the menu per se, but I think that was so important for all of us to be there. You know, we're spending Wednesday all the way till tonight building up this body and spending time together, you know, and having that encounter together. I just think that's so amazing what we're building here, what we're building in the Northwest. So I thought that was, I just think that's hands down probably, probably my favorite. That was a perk. That was a definite perk of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. 
Um, I've never heard Richard Gordon, Ben Armstrong. I didn't even know who Ben Armstrong was. Um, or Samuel Robinson before. Um, I think it, it's hard to pick one thing, though, that they said that was really awesome. Um, oh, I did like what, actually, Pastor Dwayne Wolf, though. The, oh, yeah. what, yeah, the pastor, yeah. right? You guys, the pastor from Power. Yeah. Um, the contending with your words, warring with your words, warring with the prophetic. There's a purpose in the prophetic, right? We're not just getting prophecy because it's fun. There's a purpose to it. And it's to help bring alignment and direction, right? It helps cut off all the, the worldly things or those distractions that we have. And it gives us direction in where we're going. That's, you know, the plumb line of heaven is what we're tethering to. So for the Northwest and individually and bringing those words before God, reminding the Lord of his word and what he said. And, you know, actually, I think I talked to you guys about this last, the last time we had youth. Remind the Lord. Bring to remembrance. That's what he says in his scripture. Put me in, my, in remembrance of my word. So that, I think that's such an important key. Um, but it was just, it was so good. It was so good. The business meeting, the leadership, like everything. So, um, encounter. What was the most powerful thing? Oh, I broke my rule. What's the most powerful thing that happened? Supernatural power of God. How did it manifest? And I just I had more of the shaking that I get here, so that's you know fun and a pain at the same time. But but um, we we heard the kids uh, were up front and they heard you say your name oh. and then they were like uh oh uh, when we, we <laughs> yeah uh, when we we were in the Richard Gordon breakout session with the kids and Forrest was there and he called everybody up front. And he got down on the floor and started singing, hallelujah. Right, so we're all doing that. And he's going to go down the line and pray over everybody. So he starts, and I just think he's going to just do a little tap and move on, because there's a lot of people. And he stops and he says, what's your name? It's Kara. So everybody heard him say Kara, and they're like, oh, she's going down. <laughs> so yeah, that was the whole... He prayed for me and then, you know, the lightning bolts and all this. And he said that I would be somebody who would see Jesus. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. You're going to be someone. Who you sees, are someone who's going to yes, see Jesus. Yes. Get so. up here. Here, get on the other side there. I better hold this. You guys stick your hands out. <laughs> here we go again. You might want to oh, turn this way. Yeah. Oh, just in case. <laughs> Yeah, Father, we bless. Yeah, you guys, just release it. We, we agree. We, we bless. In the name of Jesus, we bless that word. Kara's going to see our king. He's going to show me your face, Lord. Show me your face that I might make it to the end. Gird up our legs. Strengthen her legs that she might stand as she sees your face. Just a glimpse of your face. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Tammy's really digging this. Uh-oh. This is going to get crazy up here. I'm used to this with Tammy now. 
I got good practice at the Randy Clark Healing Conference with Tammy. Are you, are you reaching for that? Or do I, are you safe? He is gonna. Go, go, go. Okay. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> He's got to hit the. All right. Yeah. Y'all come back now. You hear? <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you have fun, Oscar? No. Yeah. Yeah. You had fun. No. <laughs> Oh, there's so much this weekend, but I think <clears throat> for me, it was, it was all, hearing all the testimonies <clears throat> and actually even hearing the pastors, uh, Dwayne and Joel, saying how they're driving through their city and they're like, what are we doing here? We hate this place. We don't like being here. And I was, it was resonating with me and Bremerton. And... <laughs> Yes. It's because she's been to Florida and Hawaii. And yeah, and just everything going on in our city. But them remembering that that's their mission field, and it's like, yeah, this this is our mission field here. This is sometimes going to the mission field means you know your own city, and um, so that really hit me. And then also when Samuel was talking about how God told him to go secure buildings. And he's like, how are we going to pay for this? We can't pay for this. And how they were just like given places to do these big events and to reach people. And I was like, okay, God, you can do that for him. You, you're going to do that for us. And that he's not too small. You know, he's going he's gonna to open doors for us. Because in my mind, how are we going to reach all these people? And are, I've been dealing with this for months. Like, are we going to even reach anybody in Bremerton? Like, nobody's coming in here, and I don't know. So God just was kind of dealing with that this whole weekend and, and just um, really going back and remembering what God spoke to us that, you know, if he gave us that word, then we need to steward we need to do that. We need to steward that word. So, what about an encounter? Um, I don't. I mean, I. I was feeling like uh, it reminded me of back when I went through Randy Clark's healing conference and stuff. How just like big heated swirls in my hand, and then, um, yeah, yeah. So I didn't have like this huge encounter while we're there, but oh, I had fun praying for Richard Gordon. And so there were three pastors' wives up there. There, I mean, there's a bunch of people up there because he was praying for the women. And then he kind of had three of us at different times put our hands on his head, and he was all manifesting and everything. And then he grabs my hand. He's like, "Put your hand on my head." So I did that, and he went whoop down to the ground. I was like, "Yes." <laughs> I just took out Richard Gordon. <laughs> oh. That was really fun. Ethan, are you ready or no? You don't have to. Can we bring it over to you? Okay. Tell us about your most intense uh -oh. moment. Oh, well, that's 
like a burp. Yeah, what's up? Okay. Um, my favorite part was all of it, actually. I liked it all. I think it was like all of it was good. Let me talk in the microphone. I'm like some people. <laughs> okay. Um, but what happened for me was I'm pretty sure my shoulder got healed, like fully. So when he asked, like, if anyone needed, um, like, healing in their body or whatever, everyone stood up. I put my hand on David and this guy in front of me, and I was praying. And then he ended up saying the thing about the nose. So when he said that, I felt a little bit of, like, pressure in my nose, like, go away so I could, like, breathe better. And then he mentioned the shoulder, and I put my hand on my shoulder, and then, like, after or whatever, uh, he said to test it out, and I did. And there's no popping or anything. Like no matter what, like when I, before I would like move it the littlest bit, it would like pop and stuff and click. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. And it's not anymore. Sweet. Thank you, Lord. Now hang on. There was one encounter that I really I'm hoping you can share with everyone, and that's when. Just real quick, I want to tell everyone. So our kids, they're not, they're not impartation junkies like some people. I'm not looking at you guys, but <laughs> beyond, over beyond you guys. No. Some, people, some people, when it's time to press up front at an event like that, they just they crowd people out. And, and these young people are so respectful, and they think that the person praying for people is going to see them between heads and reach through, but they just get skipped. So they were in line for Richard Gordon, but instead of Richard Gordon, you got his intern. Tell us what happened when his intern prayed for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, so he was, I went up, what was it for? Just prayer. No, that was after. Okay. Yeah, well, he skipped me because I was behind someone, so that sucks. But um, his, the guy that came with him uh, started praying for me, and he said, something along the lines of leadership and which is something I get a lot I don't know why it's like everyone always says that so it's kind of funny and I had my hands out when he was praying for me and he was like your hands are glowing and I looked down and my hands were literally like sparkly with like gray like silvery kind of like dust looking stuff like confetti almost right or like glitter and it was like light was shooting off of it like it was white shooting off like in what direction upward yeah like towards your face or like beyond your face you know and like those like pictures where there's like an open door and there's light shining through and it's like those beams that i like, can't see in there but it's like white that's what my hands look like like it was like coming up does that make sense yeah yeah yeah, yeah. wow okay so hand that microphone to your neighbor okay so just, just hang on to it. So you guys, just put your hands out towards my boy. Uh, who cares if he starts crying again? Okay. So, so check this out. When, when the prophet asked God to open the eyes of his servant Gehazi, he saw the chariots of fire. But those chariots of fire were there before his eyes were opened. I, I bet you probably most likely that the people standing next to Ethan did not see what Ethan had his eyes open to see. I felt like the Lord just showed me this earlier, that what you saw, just put your hands up, my son. What you saw earlier 
is a grace gift of God. Yeah. And you're going to get to figure out exactly what it's for. So we just bless that gift. Yes. Whatever that, that silvery, glittery, sparkly stuff is and the light coming off it, we know that it's power, it's Holy Spirit, it's, it's gifting, anointing, grace. So we just say, let that discernment come in. Father, we just say, draw Ethan into a deep place with you that he would receive from your heart, from your voice, that he would press his ear against your mouth and you would whisper into his spirit what you think of him and what that gift is for and that he will give it away. He will use it in Jesus' name. And I believe there was numbness as well, right? Yeah. Microphone's right there. Hello there. Um, uh, yeah, it was like, well, when I first went up, I felt like I was going to fall over. Like, the, my behind my, what is that called? The, like, the under your knee? Back, the back of your knee. Yeah. <laughs> your knee's elbow, um, or whatever you call it. Uh, it felt like super weak. Like, I felt like my legs were just going to give out. And then it kind of went away. But then my hands were like numb. Like, you know when you hit your elbow? And it goes funky. Yeah, it felt like that in my hands. Like, it was super, like, prickly. It kind of like when it falls asleep really badly, right? It was like that. And that's kind of what I was feeling now. And then in through my entire body just a few minutes ago. And, I, yeah. Is that what was going on? What, when, I don't know if you want to I can talk tell about you later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't want, I want. I know. I understand. I don't want to bark, cry in front of people either. So <laughs> I sometimes yeah. just getting used to it. So I mean, I got hit during worship tonight. tonight. Who was your favorite speaker, Nora? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. I heard you were laid out on the floor. There's just something on Richard Gordon with the kids. Like, he has such an anointing because he's funny and he's doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and so the kids can really relate. I, I want to I check with anyone who hasn't, who was there that didn't get a share, if you have something. And Barbara, you're pat, you want to pass? Belle said she's good. I'm the last one. I get a share, too. Yes, you do. I know. You're already tired of hearing my voice most of the time, all the time. Is that going to stop you? No. Nope. <laughs> Why do you got that up to your mouth like you're going to talk? It's my turn. What was your favorite part? I have the floor. No, I'm just <laughs> That was an inside joke, Dad. Okay. My favorite... Interesting. Oh, it's you. It's me. I just turned it off. You're making my world hum with sound. Oh. Okay. Should we leave? My favorite speaker, I'll fix it as I'm talking. My favorite speaker, my new favorite is Ben Armstrong. Ben Armstrong has been at Bethel with, he's, since he was a young person, like in his probably teenage to 20s, uh, Bill Johnson was his pastor out in Weaverville. So he's been in this his whole life. 
Um, my first time seeing him on a video was in our Sozo training where he's got his hands on the guy that was getting kind of delivered. I don't know if you, I played it for some of you. The guy's like, oh, his mouth's open, eyes are, he looks like he's getting ready to burp or something. So he was getting delivered, something was coming out, and, and Donna De Silva was like, Ben, will you, you know, and he had his hands. I had no idea how gifted this guy is with his insight. He is a prophet, and uh, he's a, oh, I forget what type of prophet. He said a prophet that, sh that is, um, his, his grace is to shift regional atmospheres, shifting regional atmospheres. I'm like, okay. So this opened up a whole new realm of understanding for me. And he taught two sessions in a, in a side room um, that we went to. Instead of going where all the crazy handling on people, you know, Richard Gordon does that. He's, he, he's just, he's exuberant. And he, and he laughs a lot and he's funny. And that's why the kids love him the most, I think. But, and, and I love it too. And those guys. So, and, and I'm, I'm good. I love seeing impartation. I love seeing people. Yeah. To answer your question, there were a lot of bodies that got laid out. Um, not mine, no. Um, but I'm, I'm getting to be okay with this because I know God will get me when he wants to get me. Um, so Ben did two sessions, one on dreams and interpret, dream interpretation, and the other one on shifting atmospheres, on discerning spirits and shifting the atmosphere. And just so I don't you know, talk about two different things that were really highlights for me, the dream interpretation, it, it opened my eyes and my, it awakened in me the importance of getting rest. And he, and he addressed it, he said, if you, if you want to take advantage of this part of your life that God has given you to encounter him, begin to get good rest and eat right, eat healthier. Um, I know, I know. I'm working on that, but, but he, he taught that, you know, in the Hebrew way of understanding, your day begins when you go to bed at night. There was evening and then there was morning, the first day. Some of our people that have a background in that Hebrew messianic stuff can, you know, probably give us better insight. But so your day begins when you go to bed. And there's so much information on how you can set yourself up. He hears God mostly through his dreams. And he shared some of his dreams in the large gathering that were wild. Like dreams that I want to have dreams like that. Dreams of an Olympic swimming pool and angels popping up at the other end of the pool. One, a samurai, and he would move or move his sword, but it was so fast it looked like he barely blinked. It just bizarre stuff. And it's, I, I want to begin to, I, I want to take advantage of that. Is what was prophesied in Joel was that in the, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, on both young and old. They will prophesy and they will dream dreams it's not just the old men will dream dreams it's they will dream dreams they will prophesy it doesn't matter what your age is young or old you can prophesy and you can dream dreams with God so he taught a whole wonderful teaching on how to know how to discern God dreams there's like four different types of dreams lenses to look at your dream through um, and how to prioritize it and what to do to kind of capture the dream, like have something to record things next to your bed to write down. Anyway, that was my takeaway. And I did discover that um, 
2022, the Dream Conference he spoke at, and I've got access to those sessions where he does talk more fully about the dreams, dream interpretations, but, and also the whole thing about um, the discerning atmospheres, which I'm not going to try to even recapture any of that other than I felt it was so important that I, I'm going to urge with uh, urgency our folks to listen to it when I get a, a chance to get a copy of it because it really tucks in and fits in with our our prophetic etiquette in this house to look for the golden people because when we are discerning when we have our discerner on our prophetic ability to hear God and highlight things in people it's easy to pick out the dirt it's easy to find stuff you know there's a spirit of Jezebel on I could joke with you but I won't do that because I know you can handle it, but everyone else be like, that's really rude. Um, you know, calling out a spirit of highlighting the devil, basically. So if I see the demonic spirit that you're carrying, he said that the spirit realm, whether it's the demonic or the angelic, is attracted to attention given to it. The more attention you give, more focus you give to what the enemy is doing, in that person or in that region not that we shouldn't be aware he talked about that we we need to understand when we see something but what we don't want to do is see the the dark or the evil or the sin or the whatever it is that's going on in, in our region or people and just partner with that and become devil focused and i know you guys you guys know as intercessors you guys know the balance with all of that we what we want to do is go above what the enemy is doing, because there's a lot of interference in the atmosphere around us. We, and we could get distracted by that and not hear what, what the frequency of heaven is speaking because we're so distracted by the frequency of, of the enemy and the world and all the stuff going on. Which goes back to what Forrest was talking about, getting in that word, entrainment with the Holy Spirit, which cause, which is important for us to connect with the Holy Spirit, connect ourselves where we are actually seated in the heavenly realm above all of the distraction, the chaos, the spiritual warfare. So his, his encouragement to really focus on the good, like, God, what is the good? The scripture tells us whatever's true, whatever's pure, whatever's noble, whatever's praiseworthy, think on such things. So the scripture is filled with all kinds of references for us to fix our, our minds and our eyes on things above, right? And the challenge is to, to see above all of the darkness and to, to ask God those two questions that, he, that I wrote down that we should always be asking God. God, what are you doing and how do I partner with it? So we want to partner with what God is doing and take hold of that and that is what we want to prophesy into the earth that's what we want to release so anyway that was that that was my takeaway i know that was probably a little bit long and my my encounter uh, i started telling tammy about this last night but in that last evening last night um the worship i don't know if it was a natural sound or what but it sounded like something went thump, 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 on the roof like thump, thump. did you hear it too i thought what is that and I had my eyes closed and I was worshiping and I began to see some things that I don't normally see. Um, it wasn't like a vivid picture. It was like I normally do, but it was, a, this is what I saw. I'll just quit rambling and try to describe it. 
I saw talons, big talons come down onto the roof and pull the top of the roof off. And as I was kind of going up with, how do I explain this? The roof was like crumbling in front of me. And I was, and it, it was becoming like a, a highway, like a path. And I saw wings. And the scripture came to my mind that those who wait on the Lord will, will mount up on wings or with wings like eagles. But I, I felt like God was saying, you're going to mount up on, a wing, on wings right now. And I felt like I was literally on top of wings. And I was seeing actual movement of the wings. And it was just like the crumbles were just flying. And I was just going higher and higher and higher. And I felt like, God, I, I want to see, I want a glimpse of you. I want to see you. And I felt like he was showing me that we're not there yet. We're not like, you are ascending into my presence. And there's so much higher territory to go, so much more. Not that I can't see God. I hope you guys are understanding this. This is I'm just trying to piece together. This was an encounter that I was having in worship that I was trying to process. Um, so I was seeing wings, feathers, and we, I was riding on these wings, and I was being carried up in worship into a higher place in God's presence. And uh, I felt like I heard in all of that, that your ceiling is now becoming your floor. We've, we used to take hold of that for the kids. Their, our ceiling is going to be their floor. And that's good because we want our kids to go further and higher and deeper into the things of God than we are ever going to be able to get to in our lifetime. We want them to, we want our ceiling, the top of where we are able to get to, to become their floor. We want them to go way above. But I felt like God was saying in that, that your ceiling is now becoming your floor. From glory to glory and glory to glory. So it's, it's 8.30, guys. Why don't we stand up, shake a leg or something, a cheek. I know you're... I know your bums are all falling asleep there, getting numb. You thought it was the Holy Spirit tingles, but it's just sitting too long. So yeah, let's just thank God. Let's just rejoice in the Lord. Can we, can we guys? Father, we just, we rejoice in you. We just fix our eyes on the joy of our salvation. We fix our eyes on your extravagant love, King Jesus, your favor, your grace, the lavishness of your cross that you went through, poured out on us that we could become the sons and daughters of God. We could become your brothers and sisters. God, we rejoice, Lord. We just celebrate you tonight. We celebrate what you have done in our young people's lives, yes. how you've been touching them, how you're awakening their senses to the, to the supernatural realm of God, that they are tasting and they are seeing how good you are and how powerful you are. And nothing will ever be able to take that experience, that, that testimony away. So God, we just bless that. We bless what you did in every person in this room. And even those that didn't get to go, God, we bless their encounters and their hunger for the more of you. And we know that you don't give us a hunger only to leave us wanting, but you satisfy us with good that you give us a hunger and you satisfy. So we thank you, Lord. We just say we love you and we bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen.